Hola, hola. Buenas noches. Uh, ¿Dónde está mi maleta? <laughs> Yo necesito un boleto por... You know what? I'm not even going to try saying the name of an Indian city in a Spanish accent because that would be sacrilegious to two cultures in one fell swoop. I don't know if you can tell, but I've been on Duolingo lately. Right? I don't even know if you thought that was a Spanish dude right there. <laughs> Deeply convincing. I know. Everyone just calm yourselves. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Brown Boy Haircut Podcast. And uh, I usually start it with good afternoon, but it is in fact night. Just another way I like switching things up like I mentioned last time, you know. Keep the variety strong. Prevent you from being able to leave me ever. <laughs> so, this week I kind of felt like talking about something a little bit candid. And uh, I've been wondering about this myself. I'm also a bit sick at the moment, so forgive me if you hear the gulp of my esophagus every now and then while I put boiling hot water into my throat. The candid thing I mentioned earlier was the spectrum of self-glorification and having the right intentions when doing something, when doing something beautiful. I was about to say, make music, but I think that humans doing anything beautiful can either be used by them to glorify themselves or to simply attempt to comfort others or to bring a sense of peace or beauty to others, even if it's just aesthetic, you know? The hope is often that it, it is deeper than that, but even if it were just a sense of aesthetic beauty, you know, I think that there's a difference between the right intentions and the wrong ones. And the reason I have dove into this rabbit hole is because I wonder about my own intentions sometimes. There are specific instances during which I wonder whether I am stewarding the abilities I've been given properly to like bring a sense of peace and to uh, communicate a message with my audience to maybe let them know that there's someone they can relate to, to let them know that there's something bigger than them. That can often be the most liberating realization is when someone realizes that, you know, there's more to me. This is Mr. Bedford from the future here. 10 minutes into the future, to be precise. And I meant to say more than me, not more to me. Back to the podcast. When you get stuck in the echo chamber of your own mind, it's it can be terrifying. Don't worry, I haven't taken any psychedelics before you ask. Uh, but I've been thinking about this because there are specific instances and to name one of them in my own life, I believe that would be when I post things on Instagram. Now, over the last month and a half, I feel as though the line between me feeling like I want to show people that I can do this cool thing, like, and wanting to convey the beauty of doing that thing to them in the most holistic way without the focus being on myself 
has been very fine. That line has been extremely fine. It's been nigh indeterminable. Honestly, at the beginning of when I got back to social media after my three-month hiatus, uh, I think around uh, February, somewhere during February, maybe the middle towards the end, it was exciting because I was like, hey, this is fun. You know, I get to share my music with people. The Labrador is running upstairs again. So if you hear the, that's my guy. He's like really, really going for it. At the beginning, it was exciting. And it was like, I enjoy this. And I feel like this is something cool and something someone might enjoy it. But more recently, this really weird cocky vibe has been like trying to overtake my brain. And uh, it's weird because it's almost like a drug. Like I feel like after you do it a couple of times, like it, it slips into that. You don't initially start with it. The first couple of times you're like, hey, I want to show everyone this cool guitar riff that I just wrote. I want to improvise over this instrumental that I just created because I feel like it's beautiful. I want to take a video of this race event that I'm at because it's giving me so much excitement. Maybe a car enthusiast will enjoy seeing this, you know, to now it being like, I'm the best guitarist in this fucking whole subcontinent and everyone needs to know. And like, I'm such a sick producer that I'm gonna get up here, show you my instrumental and then you can bow down, you know? Okay, it's not that intense with me. I'm not like a megalomaniac, but like it's, it's, it's on the spectrum. Do you know what I mean? It like gets weird and competitive and like, hey, I rule social media, baby. And I hate that shit because it's never a long time um, after that starts happening that I realize that I'm being vain. And I'm glad about that. But I wonder if the line is the same for everyone. I wonder if everyone feels like there's a difference. I wonder if people even think about this. I wonder if for some people it's just like, hey, I just put up a story every time I think something's like random and funny and there's nothing more to it than that. I think that this sort of becomes more of an issue when you are, the nature of your work tends to put you in the spotlight if you're doing it well, at least. I wonder if I gulp loudly, check this out. Ooh. One of those was like loud. It feels good though, because my throat like feels swollen and odd. I wonder if it's the COVID. Haha. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> what I was saying was, I feel like it's the nature of your work that puts you in that zone where it's like almost, it's difficult to tell whether you're doing it for the right reasons because if the nature of your work puts you in the spotlight, it's very easy for that to become enjoyable. It's very easy for your ego to be inflated with every additional like and heart that you get on your story and random message from some chick you haven't seen in like a year. You know? Like, oh my gosh, you can grin while you're pulling your phone up to look at it while you're being antisocial in the presence of your friends who are also looking at their phones and you can feel cool, cooler than them. Because when you grin, the boys, the homies, the galdem, the people that really know you are gonna see you grinning and being like, and they're gonna be like, hey, what's up with this dude? 
and ask you and then you can be like Shikhtar Mango like just like my story <laughs> I haven't seen her for ages but she's still like looking at my shit ha <laughs> okay it's not verbatim <laughs> I just channeled like the worst dude for that little bit but it's it's there, you know what I mean? If you're not admitting this and you're a musician who's enjoyed the unnecessary story about your life or you are the artist that's enjoyed the unnecessary information about your very cool life, then you know what I mean. And don't act like you don't, right? I got the finger guns up right now and it's dangerous. Man's got the nerf. You done not a thing. Skrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
Not to mention, once they develop the AI for that, we're all out of a job. <laughs> uh, it's okay, we can all have multiple podcasts together. Anyway, the nature of these apps, and we've known this for a minute, belie the nature of true art, belie the nature of being excellent at what you do. And generally cheapen the whole thing. Now, my question, and this, I don't even have an answer for this. If I meet any of you in person, please let me know your thoughts on this because I'm befuddled. Is there the possibility of not becoming vain? If you are the sort of person who enjoys being recognized for the art that you make, and you fall past the line of intending your sharing on social media to be good for people, to becoming self-serving, to prove to yourself that you are doing something that day. Is it possible to not reach that point and to not become vain and to not lose yourself in the sea of attention-seeking and, dare I say, whoring? Is it possible? Is this app a dead end for artists? It works out for a select few. It works out for a lot of people, actually, in terms of marketing and bringing eyes to your art. But sometimes I wonder if that's too high a price to pay for what it takes, which is a self-image that you don't get to create. It's what the world creates. It's what everyone on the other end of these phones create. It's possibly losing yourself in the vanity of the, the, the whole concept of this freaking app. Is any of it worth it? I truly wonder. Because at the end of it, if you keep pondering this question, you're faced with two choices. You're faced with two conclusions that you can pay attention uh, pay attention to. I apologize for the stammering. I feel like the sickness is low-key, like sapping me of my energy. Um, you are left with two conclusions. One is completely dumping the whole thing, like deleting the app, deleting the apps, plural. And the other option is Continuing with it, imposing rules upon yourself, not going with the flow of the whole thing, because it is a flow, it's like an indeterminate thing, you can't really, sometimes you just feel like putting something up, right? Making rules, trying to hold yourself to like one post a week, one story a week, trying to keep this app in its place, but it's like a freaking, it's like a goddamn spider. It's like Play-Doh. I remember playing with Play-Doh when I was a kid, and they're all pretty colors, but you can rub them between your fingers and then when you put them back in the box, they don't smell the same. Neither do your hands. I remember sniffing my hands after playing with this pretty green and blue Play-Doh and they smelled weird. Similarly, you can try putting this app back in its box, but your hands are gonna smell weird. Forgive the metaphor. It's very difficult to keep it in boundaries like that. It's like a goddamn needy cat. You put it in its box and then it will mew at a high pitch 
for a long time until you come back and you're, you will be preoccupied with the cat. Do not the cat. It will preoccupy you. The only difference is when you take this cat out of its enclosure, it'll probably love you. It'll be on your shoulder, but it will also love you. <clears throat> take the app out of its box and then you're faced with a philosophical conundrum, the likes of which I don't even know the likes of which. Anyways, I'm going to try not to get too worked up about this whole thing. I want to get Mr. Bedford riled up. It's already 10 p.m. I've been drinking my hot water. It's probably time for bed. Anyway, um, I hope this was a valuable thought for you to consider this evening or a series of thoughts. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you enjoyed being back in the barbershop with me. I wish you the very best. Good night. <laughs>